Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. So we're going to be continuing our open letter to daughters, and we want to introduce you to another daughter of the king, <laughs> and that is Miss Sarah. How long have we known you, Sarah? Since you were born, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since you were so. born. So um, we've gotten closer in mm-hmm. the past year or so since yeah. you've come into the young adult group. Mm-hmm. Um and do you want to tell us a little bit about you? You didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell us a little bit about you. Okay. So Sarah is um, just got married mm-hmm. in 2020, and she's got a little baby in her belly. <laughs> uh, what are you going to name her? Millie May. Millie May. <laughs> Millie May Clemens. So um, we're super excited for her. And she has been a daughter her whole life, <laughs> <laughs> just like the rest of us. Um, but daughters isn't really something that we talk about because it's not really a role that we choose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one that you're born into mm-hmm. as soon as you are conceived, I guess. You yeah. are a daughter. <laughs> so, um, but it is, it's a very important role. Um, because it's one that we have for most of our lives in general, and um, it often changes throughout throughout time. So how has your relationship with your parents changed over the years? Um, I've just noticed, which, you know, I just moved out of the house, and it's mm-hmm. only been a year, but over a year, just being away from them, we talk a lot more, and we I look forward to talking to them and spending time with them, like, you know, when I was in the house and I was dating my husband now, I never want to spend time with them or talk mm-hmm. to them. And they would beg me mm-hmm. to talk to them, spend time with them. Now I look forward to the days my mom's off or whatever. I can spend time with them and talk to them. So that's how we've changed over a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think even, you know, from infancy to where you're depending on your mom and your dad for everything, you know, all of your needs. And then when you get a little older and get a little more independent and then you start driving Mm -hmm. and you're never at home. Mm -hmm. And then once you kind of become an adult and move out, whether it's when you get married or, you know, when you turn 18, like I did, um, after I graduated, I was whatever. Um, you know, it changes so much because you would think, well, you live with them. So you would talk so much more to them. Mm -hmm. But you really don't, no. because they're not cool when you're, yeah. when you're when you're that age. But um, my relationship for for my parents has definitely evolved more into a friendship. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm an adult, so they are not doing the discipline aspect and trying to raise me. I'm grown, so it's evolved more into, hey, what's your advice on this, or you know, what are y'all doing? It's it, we hang out more for enjoyment instead of mm-hmm. obligation, I yeah. guess. Yeah. 
And it's crazy how much you you think, like, when you move out, you're not going to miss them. You're Mm -hmm. just going to be gone. And that's what I thought. I thought I was going to get married and I'm going to be out of here, which we live a second down the road. But, (laughs) you know, you think you're going to be gone. This is, you know, by yourself. But Mm -hmm. I think day three of my marriage, I cried saying I want to go back home. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you do miss them. And it's weird Mm -hmm. that you don't have them there. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think they talk differently to you too, like to you as a daughter mm-hmm. too, because they feel like they still worry about you, mm-hmm. but they don't feel as like, you know, I got to make sure she's mm-hmm. going to be a good person because at that point you're the person that yeah. you're going to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so in some cases like mine, you know, your parents, like my parents don't live close like y'all's. Um, and so we have to make more of an effort to keep a relationship or build a relationship you know and there's others that are like that too that you know you can't always rely on your parent to keep the relationship Mm -hmm. and you always wait for them to reach out you know sometimes the daughter has to to give a you know give that effort too and um you know I encourage you to do that because it's that will really keep the relationship going better okay so what do you love most about your parents um I love that they were always patient and understanding mm-hmm. especially when I messed up because there would there would be a big time I messed up I'd tell them and you would think you're gonna get a lashing or whatever but they would sit back and they'd be like you know we love you we're glad you you know and you're like what <laughs> you know I thought you're about to bend me over and spank me you know it's like I didn't expect that so they're always they've always been patient mom's always been great with kids my dad Maybe wasn't as patient as my mom growing up. I mean, through the years, but <laughs> then you see his patience later in life. I know, like with our mom, she just has like such confidence about herself. You can just tell like, when she how she carries herself. She's just so confident, and it's something that I really I'm trying to get. <laughs> um, I wish I had, like there's like a gene for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just like cares about people so much mm-hmm. and just wants to do things for people. And she's always telling us, "I have all these things I have to do," and we're like you're not doing anything for yourself. It's all for other people. She's making food or cakes mm-hmm. or she's doing some kind of craft or she's getting stuff ready for her kids at school or at church. And it's like never, it's rarely things for herself. Mm-hmm. It's always things for other people. And, and our dad's the same way. He's always going to be there if somebody needs something. Mm-hmm. People that he hasn't talked to in years, like mm-hmm. he will pick up the phone and he will do anything for that yeah. person. He'll build them a barn or hang up a lot or Mm -hmm. give them a tank of gas you know Mm -hmm. and I think that's that's what I love about our parents too is that you you can see that their their love for other people Mm -hmm. um and it's it's something that I desire to be to be more like too um and our mom especially I think I think a lot about mom because I guess I'm a girl so I kind of associate (laughs) with mom um but, you know, her name's Tabitha, and when you read about Tabitha in the Bible and how she made things for other people mm-hmm. and how many people were sad when she passed away. Not that mm-hmm. my mom was deceased, but, um, <laughs> you know, I think grandmother gave her the perfect name for Tabitha mm-hmm. because she encompasses that so much. She's always, you know, serving others, and she's a really go-getter, and she's going to finish what she started. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, something I love about my parents is that they haven't let their past um, control their future. You know, my mom has never given up on her dream. Um, You know, she's going to school now. 
um, still fighting for her happiness. And yeah. I, I just really admire that about them, you know, mm-hmm. that they're, they're continuing to try to be happy. How do you resolve conflicts with your parents? Um, in our house, we didn't really have very many conflicts because you didn't talk back. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't say. True. If they told you something, you agreed and you left. But the few conflicts we did have, my thing was with my dad, he was a talker. So, mm. you know, after we would fight about something, we'd come back and talk about it and tell each other sides. And then we'd be like, okay, we're, you know, we're not going to fix this we just got to get over it Mm -hmm. and so we never held grudges we would be over it by the next day so with my mom it was better for us to just walk away and not talk about it at all Mm -hmm. (laughs) so just next day be over it so that's how we that's how our conflicts went (laughs) yeah mine mine was pretty similar to that it was whatever our Mm -hmm. my parents said is what what went there's Mm -hmm. no point in arguing because they were just going to dig their hills in deeper. Um, but as an adult, it's changed because, um, they don't really have authority over me anymore. So, um, what I've realized in conflicts is that if you can seek to understand, um, their, their point of view, and a lot of times in conflicts, it's not like a yes or no. You know, a lot of times conflicts are over opinions. Yeah. Um, there's not, a, it's not necessarily right or wrong either way. So if you can seek to understand their opinion and kind of like you yeah. were talking about with your dad, you know, agree to disagree. Um, a lot of times it goes, it goes smoother. And also you got to find those lines that you don't cross. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, if you find a button, you know, you don't need to push it because mm-hmm. that's not going to help anything. Yeah. So. How has your parents shaped you as a person? Um, Well, my mom's been the best example for me just as a wife now and soon to be a mother. She's always been prepared and kind and loving in the worst times. And when I say prepared, like when I moved out, I I used to say when I lived with them, we don't have food. We have nothing. We have no food. Why don't we have any food? Now that I'm on my own, I'm like, man, we always had food. And now this is what no food looks like. This is what no food looks like. So, and I notice it still. I'll call mom and be like, do you have a can of whatever? And she's always got it. Mm -hmm. So she's always prepared. She's always had the house in order, clean, doing laundry. She's that's what I grew up she never made us do our own laundry which she should have but <laughs> so she's always done those things and so when you get out you realize all the things she did um and for my dad he's just always he's always done the right thing you know he, he I mean he's not perfect he's made mistakes but you you see in the worst times or in the hard times he's always making the decision that's right even when it's hard even when it's with family that you or could you could lose someone he's always making the right decisions so he's helped me to know that God comes first and so yeah yeah I mean our parents always made church and God a priority in our lives I don't know what my parents did or said to me and I don't know if Ava feels the same way but it was just never even a thought to come in my head to be like maybe I'm just not gonna go to church for a while I'm not gonna do this for a while or I'm gonna go try you know, drinking and stuff. I know we, like in the drinking episode we did, I said, I've just never been a temptation. It's never been something I wanted to even try. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's because that's how my parents raised me. But I mean, I know lots of other kids that they did that, but I don't know. And mm-hmm. and they always just put it in, in my head. And I hope I feel the same way. Just, <laughs> you know, our mom, we always joke, she's really competitive and she's going to, you know, 
for just playing volleyball for fun, she's gonna try. She's gonna try her hardest to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she and I'm the same way. I get real upset. I'd hate. I hate losing. Mm-hmm. And so she just kind of put that in her head, you know. And I'm. We played sports in high school, and they always pushed me to try my hardest and to do my best. And I mean, I was a timid player a lot of the times because I didn't want to mess up. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were, Dad was always outside working with me on you know different shots and stuff in basketball and the one year I ran cross country he would go and run with me around like our little um, neighborhood and stuff and so they always you know tried to work to help us be our best at sports and like academics and stuff too they were always you know wanting us to do be the best person we could be. What is some good advice that your parents have given you? Um, My mom's never been a worrier and she's always taught me to you know breathe don't worry God's got Mm -hmm. this and everything Um, but my dad's a lot like me he's a warrior so um, he's always taught me how to lessen those worries and how to do just trust in God Um, also one thing that my mom always taught me is don't talk about it do it I always used to give her a list on things I was gonna do and then next week would come and I wouldn't do it so she finally said I don't want to hear about it anymore. Just <laughs> do it. Just do it. And that's, I've taken that into, you know, my Christianity too. You know, I don't need to just say I need to pray more. I need, I need to just do it. Mm. So that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Our mom's a lot like your mom and, um, she doesn't believe in worrying. Um, she <laughs> yeah. doesn't, she said, always says like worrying doesn't help anything, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah. Um, and she also says that everything happens for a reason. So you just have to trust God. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad gave a lot of good advice about, you know, spirituality and things. But, like, what I remember the most about Dad, I guess because he's an accountant, but he gave, like, so much good financial advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but in with that, you know, he always taught us to give God, give to God first mm-hmm. because um, he's what, who gave you those things. Yeah. And um, if you give to God, then he will give you more than you could ever ask for. But um, all of his financial advice really helped me, and I think that it helped me not make as many mistakes as some of my peers because um, I was more financially prepared, which mm-hmm. can help with stress and other things like that. What have you learned about your parents? That they're human. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I kind of thought they were like robots. Yeah. Up, you know, like, yeah. they just think that they're perfect, mm-hmm. but like, they they aren't. And yeah. they know that they aren't. Um, I also kind of learned that this was their first time doing this. I mean, you never really think about that, but this is their first time to be a parent. This is their first time, you know, especially for the first kid. This is your first time to have a teenager. This is your first time mm-hmm. to have an infant. So they're learning as they go, too. Yeah. It's not like something that you go to school forever to learn how to do. Yeah. It's just you mm-hmm. learn on-the-job training. They need to teach that in high school, though, for real. <laughs> they do. Yeah. It's hard sometimes. You know, like, as a parent, you're like, mm-hmm. wait, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Well, that's what they always tell me, like, you know, parenting I, I would ask them you know when you first had your you know first baby how was it and they're like oh it just, it just comes to you yeah. and I'm like how though because I need <laughs> books on it and you know I need to study on it but yeah talking about them being human though um the older I grow and the more friendship that I have with my parents the more you learn they are human and 
that they made the exact same mistakes I did growing up. And it's mm-hmm. like, you thought growing up, they never made mistakes. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they wouldn't tell a white lie. They wouldn't do anything <laughs> like that. So um, it's crazy because you start to connect more and that adds into the friendship. You get to bond over stuff like that. So, yeah. What is a parenting tool that you learned from your parents that you intend to use with your parenting? I think that um, my parents were very consistent with mm-hmm. with their discipline, with their care. They There was no gray area, it seemed like, to them. It was mm-hmm. very black and white, which helped because I always knew the rules. I always mm-hmm. knew the expectations, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it was my, up to me to decide to follow those or to face the consequences of not following those mm-hmm. um so the the consistency was something that I intend to down the road yeah yeah on that they you know they would tell you you're gonna get in trouble if you do that and then you do that you get in trouble so mm-hmm. there was no doubt you know there was no well maybe if I do it they may not get me in trouble. There was no, yeah, the consistency was good. But I also loved how, you know, I would get in trouble and I would cry and they'd, you'd, they'd yell and they'd do all these things you thought was terrible and mean. And then at the end of it, I remember my dad and my mom both would come and give me a hug and tell me they love me. And so I, I took that to I want to do that when I have my Millie Mae. So <laughs> I'd like to keep doing that because that just reminds you, you know, what they're doing is love. They're, they're, mm-hmm. may not feel like it. They <laughs> may not feel like it, but they love you and they're doing it for a reason. And you realize it later in life, you're like, wow, mm-hmm. I was dumb. <laughs> yeah. My parents also really prioritized um, relationships with grandparents. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, they were thinking down the road, like, hey, when we're, we're grandparents, be, yeah. we yes. want relationships with our grandkids Mm -hmm. so um but I think they just taught like the importance of family you know yeah Mm -hmm. okay last question how do you be your best daughter I think um now you know I've just been out of the house for a year and going on I feel like I just want to be there for when they need me because there are countless times that my dad's been there or my mom's been there for me so like if I get a flat tire my dad's running to save me you know so they've always been there for me so when the time comes I need to be there for them that's what I need to do and that's what on Sunday mornings after church um, my grandma used to do this thing every Sunday I would sit down and mom would be cooking and my grandma would be like well Sarah's not up there helping you Becky I guess I need to help you and I mean I've really taken that into I need to help her I need to be there I need to do this you know she still does it she did it last Sunday and I felt terrible because I wasn't helping so but um just being there for them and letting them know also you know that you do love them and what they did for you growing up especially Mm -hmm. if you have that good parent relationship yeah I think as a teenager you need to realize that the things that they tell you or if they keep you from doing something just you need to sometimes you just need to respect that I mean Mm -hmm. it's not always easy especially if it's you don't understand why your parents don't let you do certain things or they want you to do certain things. Um, but when you grow up, kind of like Ava was saying earlier, you think, oh, well, that's because this, because this was actually going on and I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So just have a respect and love for your parents and trust that they, they have their, your best interest at heart. They mm-hmm. want to protect you and they want the best for you. So 
even if you don't agree with it, don't talk back and yell and stomp off and pout. You know, just think, okay, my parents love me and they want me to be safe. Mm. Mm. Mm, I think that one way, I especially say this with, you know, grandparents, but um, is just to soak in all of the stories. I know they can be kind of outdated and boring at times because you're like what even is an eight track i don't know (laughs) um but you know they're not always going to be here to Mm -hmm. ask those questions about like you know what was things like when you were young Mm -hmm. so just kind of soak in all those stories and be thankful for the time that you have with them oh yeah Mm -hmm. like talking about soaking in all those stories curtis he lost his dad when he was eight so he didn't have very many memories so he lives off those stories yeah so when they do tell you those stories you want to be able to tell them and you know like he tells me those stories like he lived them Mm -hmm. so it's like you know you do that's a that's a really good point you Mm -hmm. need to soak those stories in and you know we know that we're very blessed to have the relationship that we have with our parents um but not everyone is as fortunate as we are. And like we talked about earlier, you know, parents are human. And um, sometimes they don't always um, make the best decisions. But um, I, I like to think that deep down, all parents love their children, whether um, whether the children feel it or not. Even if they're in foster care or however, um, sometimes people... I'm rambling. Um, but I I like to think that everyone loves their kids. But if if you don't have a good relationship with your parents, um, it doesn't always mean that there's something wrong with you, and it doesn't always mean that there's something wrong with them. Um, sometimes personalities just don't work. But seek to find a mentor, um, whether it's an aunt or a cousin or a brother or teacher or a random guy down the street um you know we 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 sometimes need a measuring measuring rod to see you know what to have expectations to meet um and I think that's a lot of what parenting is is setting expectations but one relationship that we haven't talked about yet that is becoming more common is the relationship between um step parents and step children Mm -hmm. um and I know that you have a little mm-hmm. experience with that. Yes, um, I do. It's a little different because you were a little older. Right. Um, right. But I was 17 when my parents divorced. And a couple of years later, my dad remarried. So I do have a stepmom. Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, you know, really what I found out, and with any relationship, you know, you have a choice when someone enters your life to have a good relationship with them, try to get to know them and have a good relationship, or you have the choice of, you know, just not acknowledging them at all and having a toxic relationship. So, you know, in in my experience, that's what I was faced with. I could choose to, you know, get to know this person and, you know, have a good relationship or I could choose to just completely ignore that she existed and, um, you know, not have a good relationship. And it's changed over the years and we have a really good relationship now. Um, and it's just healthier for, for everyone in the situation, you know, because it's even made mine and my dad's relationship better. So, um, you know, it, just know that if you're in a situation where you just, you know, you don't have the best relationship with your stepmom or whoever, um, you know, just know that it can change and 
And also know that it's not up to you to make that relationship. If you're the only one given in a relationship, you know that relationship's going to fail with any mm-hmm. with any situation we're mm-hmm. talking about, you know. Mm-hmm. So that that person on the other side has to give to that relationship as well um, to make it work. So it's not always completely up to you. I mean, y'all both have to meet each other to make that relationship work. But even if you don't have a good relationship um, with your parents on earth, you can have a good relationship with your Heavenly Father. Yes, for sure. I stole that from you. No, you keep going. No, keep going. No, I was trying to give it back. No, (laughs) just keep going. So you know that we have um, a Father in Heaven who Mm -hmm. is always there for you. He listens to you. He has a plan for you, and He loves you. Mm -hmm. And He loves you so much that He gave His only begotten Son to die for instead of you Mm -hmm. um, and to take on all of your sins so that we can be with our father one day yeah so always always remember that Mm -hmm. wrap it up wrap it up so we hope that you have enjoyed this conversation about daughters and as always if you have questions or prayer requests or anything like that you can always slide into our dms or send us a message on our facebook page or however else you can get a hold of us And we hope that you always remember to be kind, be humble, and be your best self. Bye. Bye.